Hello, hello. Hey, oh, hey, oh. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Emily. Oh, thanks. She's. Are you feeling 22? I'm feeling 22. Just like Taylor Swift. I just farted for your birthday. Well, thanks. You're welcome. That's the greatest gift I Better out than in, I always say. Oh. From Shrek, a legend. Um, how was your day? How was your birthday? It was good. What did you do? I had <laughs> had a good day at um, <laughs> I had a good day at work. I saw your and, cupcake on your um, story. Someone from my office made. And so that was really nice. And I had a breakfast cupcake. Mm. <laughs> so that was great. Um, and then I came home and I made soup, homemade soup. So that was very exciting. It was delicious. Okay. Um, it was um, cauliflower, potato, and turkey bacon. Mm. And it's so good. It tastes like potato soup. But uh-huh. instead of having a lot of cream and stuff, it's like it has a little bit of cream, but it's mostly cauliflower um, and like chicken stock. It's so good. Out to my mother for giving me the rest. Oh no! Was was she like jump jumbly? Yeah. You were the- okay. You. Yeah, uh- yeah. I I thought it was just me, and I was like, oh no. We'll just start a new segment. Okay. Okay, bye. Hello. Hey. Is this us? Yeah, I guess we have to wait. There we go. Okay. Hello? back. Why does it say Uh, there's two of me? Huh? What? It says that there's two Emily Lynch's. Oh, in this recording. It just says, it just has you for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. Okay, I'll just ignore it and hope that okay. it's fine. Yeah. You're well, really, like, jumpy last last time, so hopefully mm, it'll Sorry. So hopefully- I think my Wi-Fi is just trash. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, let's, let's press on. Let's press on. <laughs> Kiana, how are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. Yeah. I'm doing okay. Let's do what? Just <laughs> talk about how we're doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. How are you, Emma? My, my birthday. Oh, what? <laughs> were you talking this whole entire time, Emily? I said, how did you enjoy my birthday? Because oh, I, I talked could've... about how I enjoyed my birthday. She said it was fine. Yeah, it was okay. That's good. Yeah. Um... I am okay. Things are going fine. I'm just kind of getting bored because I don't have my car right now. So I'm going but a little. But it's coming soon. back soon. Tomorrow. No, you... Oh, tomorrow. That's soon. But tomorrow night. With so. the doors all fixed. Yes, finally. I won't have a dent in my door. I won't Yay. have a with a dent in my door. It seems like such a basic necessity, but now it's real. Yeah. yeah. So that's exciting. But yeah, I've been like, but I've also been sleeping so much and I still like can't go to sleep because of stupid black mirror. No, oh, you still have like 
nightmares? I just get paranoid that he's, like, in my house. Oh, wait, the main guy is in your house? No, 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 like, one of the demons in the story. Oh, got it, got it. Oh, the scary one, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Netflix, like, UK was, like, pick up the family photo twice. And apparently when you Yeah, I saw that. I I didn't do it, though. Yeah, I was like, there's no way I'm opening that of the war again. I still can't sleep. Oh no. <laughs> Emily. I don't know how to get to the family. Oh, photo. Emily, like we did not hear a word you just said. <laughs> you, just, you just cut out completely, dude. Oh no. Wow, that's really unfortunate. I'm, not <laughs> I'm sure, sure it was a good contribution. I mean, <laughs> it really was. Uh, yeah. I'm proud I of heard too. myself. Well, happy birthday to you, I guess. Yeah, happy birthday. Can you, yeah. Can you hear it's just me that now? You literally were like, okay, yeah, so okay. you, and then it was just like, and then you yes. just end it, and we were like, um, oh, boy. I'll, sw- I'll switch Wi-Fi okay. networks. Oh. <laughs> okay, we have like 30 questions, so we really got to get a movie. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You have to start talking a lot. Are you uh, talking right now? Okay, no. All I said was, how about now? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I hope everyone is enjoying this podcast. Okay. Yeah, well, we should. Ju- I think we should just dive right in. The name okay. of the podcast is Emily's Wi-Fi Troubles. I That's will the think theme. about that. Fe- featuring adulthood. I'm advocating the- for a change in name. <laughs> Thank you. And good night. Um, good night. All right. So we this week we asked our listeners or begged our friends <laughs> to send in some questions about whatever they wanted, and we are going to answer all of them. And I, I actually did research for a couple of them. So I, oh. I, I well, I, it wasn't extensive research, but I didn't know the answer, and I didn't think you guys would. So I did some research. You'll be the oh. well-researched one then, because I just spent the last hour watching a series of unfortunate events oh okay so i've done none so so share your wisdom let's start with our twitter questions um and this first question comes from lizzie lizzie Lizzie. and lizzie wants to know what is the best soup you guys have had recently well i I would define recently um i want to go first because my recently is an hour ago. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, and I'm sure that the beautiful Emma will splice in the beginning of this podcast before I cut out where I talked about the soup I made. But yeah. just you to recap, again, though. Yeah. that soup is delicious and it is so good and it's mostly cauliflower. So if you're a little bit lactose intolerant, you can probably eat it even though it tastes like it's all cream. And it's amazing. And it has bacon and um, some green onions, some onions, some garlic. It's Wait, real so you good. you have green onions and regular onions? Like what kind of onions? Red. Red onions. Oh, yes. Yes, there's a lot of sautéing and then you put the chicken broth in and you deglaze. It was great. Mm-hmm. I used my Instapot. Shout out to my mom for the recipe. Aw, mm-hmm. thanks, nice, Kathy. Nice. Tweet at me if you want the recipe. 
Thank you. Yeah. So that that was a cauliflower. What was the soup called? Cauliflower potato um, bacon. I don't know. Yeah. It has a lot okay. of stuff in it. That sounds great. Oh, okay. So if you want the <laughs> soup recipe, um, send Emily a message and we'll give that to you. Yeah. Um, Kiana, what about you? Um, well, this hasn't been a soup that I had recently, but um, me, Sarah Wang, and Livia Mars all made a soup for a potluck one time in the past year. That was pretty much everything we thought was delicious by itself. We all put it in a pot and we mixed it up. And it actually turned out pretty well. Oh. We don't have a name for it. There was no What was in it? What was in it? Um, it was like coconut milk, lentils. Oh, yeah. There was some kale. Oh, I think there was some squash Interesting. in it. Coconut milk in the soup. It was like... Yeah, it was uh, it was like a lot of things being put I'm in here it. for it. I think we put some vegetable broth in it too. I mean, wow. I like yeah, all of those ingredients, so I'm yeah, like, those all sound good. Willing to try, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna say that suit. No name, good old no good name. Old no name. Um, I think I'm gonna have to because I just recently went to Trader Joe's and I didn't get the soup because it wasn't there, but they do have very good like put a french onion soup in a mug and you like bake it up in the oven because it's frozen Mm. so if you're like too lazy to make french onion soup like me um that's a good option and that's just a recent soup that's not probably my favorite soup but that's just one i had recently that was very good Mm -hmm. trader Trader joe's Joe's. has a very good lentil soup that you can get it'll be like two servings in a little container Oh yeah, recommend two actual servings or just like one big. Serving it's like soup? I I would eat it for two lunches, but yeah, I mean I guess you good. could eat it all at once if you wanted to. Yeah. Okay, well that was our first question and our second question. <laughs> we got we gotta we, we gotta keep we gotta keep moving, man. So many. Okay, the next question comes from we have a lot from Kyle, but here are the ones he sent through Twitter. Um, hey, he Kyle. said. What's it like to host a podcast? It's great. We love it. Yeah, it's a fun experience. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Put it on a resume. We host a podcast. I think that it's like everyone and their like dog has a podcast now. And I used to be like, the <laughs> person in the world. Like, to just the other day, like, five big brother celebrities were like, we all have podcasts now. Like, separate podcasts. And I was like, how did this happen? But it's still really fun, even though I know a lot of people are doing it and, like, you don't have a million listeners. It's just really fun. It's a fun time. I think it's fun for us because we don't live in the same city anymore. And so it's nice to just, like, have a reason. I mean, I don't know. Not that we didn't, like, talk all the time before we started the podcast. But, like, (laughs) it's fun to have, like, a reason to, like, kind of get together virtually every week and just chat about life agreed i would agree with that and i think it's kind of cool to see how it's received also because like we know our dynamic pretty well because we've known each other for so long (laughs) but it's like fun to see that other people enjoy that as well so i'd say pretty cool thanks kyle thanks kiana are you there still yeah okay i just didn't know all right so the next question kyle asked was do you think that music will be influenced by our video game scores that we grew up listening to, like Mario and Pokemon? 
Okay, I read that question, but then I was like, what does he mean by that? <laughs> like, the music that we listen to now? Or, um, or like, the video game scores and music that we listen to from Pokemon and Mario influencing us today in our music taste? I think the second one that you said was where, or that's what I interpreted as. Okay. Um, I like, so, okay, I, uh, I'll let Kiana get to it because she's a lot more knowledge on video games than I think Emily and I both do combined, probably. True. Uh, um, but I have been playing a lot because of Jeremy. And just because I wanted to get back into it, because I'd never really played a ton growing up. But, like, I'm playing Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and I already tweeted this, but I'm going to say it anyways. But literally, like, the score for that and the soundtrack is, like, mind-blowingly, like, beautiful. It's, like, so, like, attentive to, like, the setting and, like, the story. And it, like, I definitely could see how, like, if, like, I know that Nintendo has really awesome music, um... I can definitely see how, like, that would influence you growing up. If I had listened to that as a kid, like, I could totally see that being really formative. But, you know, it's even formative for me now. So, what do you think, Kiana? That's pretty cool. Um, I think that, again, um, I listened to a lot of, like, these scores. But also, when I was little, once I've been playing for it, playing the game, like, Pokemon, for, like, two hours straight, I would be like, okay, I'm done with listening to the same, like, Pokemon noises all, <laughs> all the time. So, yeah, I do get the whole, like, wow, this is, like, really beautiful. And they really did, like, every time you listen to a new Pokemon song, it's, like, really cool because you're like, oh, wow. They, like, every town, every new town or every new um, route you go into they like change the music to fit that route and that you, you know how much they like put the time and effort into making that score but also I was like I don't want to listen to this anymore so that I just turned it off so I don't know how how well it like shaped my um like my childhood but I do know when certain Pokemon's like theme music comes on i'm like doo, 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 yeah. you know like victory road song so yeah. i remember it i just don't know how well it how well it affected me i also think that like my... that could totally like i associated like some levels of donkey Kong country the sounds are really like awesome but i was so frustrated because the level was so hard that i was like if i have to hear this music again like one more time i'm gonna flip so like i totally get that where you're like okay i like can't do it anymore but um, Jeremy always gets really mad at me because whenever I play, like, this year, whenever I play the games, I was like, whatever. And I just turned the sound off. And he was like, no, people worked on this. You have to listen to it. So I think that it's more, like, impactful for some people than it is others. Yeah. Definitely. Like, he get mad. He also gets mad <laughs> that I skip, like, the cutscenes. Like, I skip the scene. Well, you're not supposed to get the cutscenes. The cutscenes are like important. They're they like not, give background to the video game. Well, they give you background, but it's not like vitally important. Like you can still play the game. Yeah, but usually they give you background or hints to what you're coming up to next, so you won't be like, "Oh, what am I supposed to be doing this screen?" I always do that though. I always like skip the cutscene, and then I'm like, "What's going on?" And Jeremy's like, "If you had watched the cutscene, you would know exactly what's happening." And I was like, "Whatever, I'll figure it out." My brother skips cutscenes, and I'm like, what are you doing? We, we, because we play video games together, and I'm like, I don't 
we don't know what's happening. He's like, it'll be fine. I'm like, but what? I'm gone. <laughs> He's gonna throw us in here. But yeah, don't skip cutscenes, guys. Don't, don't do <laughs> They're it. They're important. Um, the next question, speaking of Pokemon, is from John, and he said, "What's your favorite Pokemon and why?" Um. So. I want to say my favorite Pokemon is Chikorita because she's really cute. Even though every time I play with her as my starter, I just get demolished (laughs) by everyone because she's so weak and grass types are so bad. So I think she's really cute, but also she is a terrible, terrible starter Pokemon. So, um... Yeah, but I'm like a, I'm like, I usually get water types as my starters, so I'm like a squirtle girl, turtle, <laughs> pip, pip love, you know, I'm like those guys. Oh. Um, Emily, any thoughts? Um, get ready to be disappointed, everyone, because my favorite Pokemon is Pikachu, because I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> You knew Why that was going to be the answer. Because <laughs> Just because you know Because nothing. I don't know any other one. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I go. Um, I support everyone who likes Pokemon, though. I don't, I don't know if I could choose a favorite. Um, I'm very prone to fire type. Just because I like it the best. I, I like Eevee a lot. But I also like Arcanine a lot. Those are good. Those um, are good ones. And obviously, they're both obviously, like dogs. Yeah, you know that's why I want it because it would be like, like I would be the kind of Pokemon trainer where it's like you're my best friend and I'm never putting you in the Pokeball like Pikachu. And I feel like some Pokemon like you can't leave your water. I guess you could. Oh, you know what? Scrap everything I just said. <laughs> Psyduck is my favorite. Psyduck is a favorite. So wait, Psyduck because of the TV show or because actually like Psyduck is a good Pokemon? Because of the TV show. Okay, <laughs> got it. Awesome. Psyduck. They're like, Psyduck, why are you here again? Go away. And he's like, huh? You can say that about Wubbuffet too. Every time Team Rocket's like, man, we gotta do something. And Wubbuffet's like, Wubbuffet. And you're like, get out of here. No one called you out of your Pokemon. <laughs> I know. Also, they never explain why some Pokemon just have the power to get out of Pokeballs and others are like just like trapped in until their trainer calls on them. I guess some are just more loyal than others. I don't know. Like, anyway. Yeah. Oh, we could go into that for so long. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, realistically, probably like Eevee or Arcanine, but in the TV show world, Psyduck or Charmander, but not Charizard or Charmeleon because they're little douchebags. Um, all right, the next question. What's your ideal friendship outing from Miss Rose? <gasps> Hi, Rose. Hmm. <laughs> Hi, Rose. Emily, do you want to start off since you've been a little absent. stuck in the, yeah, in the video game world? Um, well, now I have to think. I think any outing with my friends is gonna be great. Okay, okay. But I if you had to choose one, true. what's it gonna be? 
probably nothing to do with us eating because that's always a wreck of us trying to eat together. Oh, because we're just all of our friends. Yeah, because we're too yeah. indecisive. But wow. that's not just yeah. eating. That's like all activities. <laughs> that's why we need but to eating especially. I feel like with our friends, a big nostalgia time is all of the Bush Gardens days. Um, which is like you know obviously like a cheesy like oh bush gardens day like hollow scream but like we went freshman year when we didn't know each other that well and it was like you know we were all there we were like wow who are these people but so then we made it a tradition and we went every year and it was beautiful and i miss it I'm not crying. I'm just a little bit sick. <laughs> I have been what very, she was, she I have was very like, emotional today, to though. I, like, I have oh. been very emotional today, but no, I'm not crying. I'm just sniffling. I think that my favorite friendship outing um, is either like a chill bar hang where everyone's just like having a good time or like um, watching a movie and like hanging out. Yeah, I would say... Okay, we've chilled a lot with our friends, and we every usually every outing is like a good one, except for like some that we don't need to talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> but with just the three of us, I really did enjoy that time that we went to escape the room. That was a fun outing. Oh, that yeah, we was had a really fun because that was like that was like new and different because we usually don't like. I mean, we usually don't really use our brains when we go out. <laughs> If you know what no, I mean, like, like we don't chill, do any like yeah. puzzles or anything. We're usually just like let's chill and hang out and just like talk. Yeah. But so I thought that was pretty like a pretty cool outing. That was outing fun. That we did. Remember, we were with those three like old were they? We thought they're they were like, they're like or one of them yeah. drove there, so they had to be like fifteen, probably or sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. but like. Yeah, we. But they were actually really good. We did an they escape room with these three kids, and we were like, "Oh, we thought we were gonna be by ourselves. Like <laughs> this kind of sucks." But like, they did a good job. We wouldn't have gotten out without them. So yeah, yeah we would not have Thanks. gotten the time we did without these kids. Shout out to those three random teams. high schoolers we did an escape room with once. We never learned <laughs> your names, but you seemed fine, cool. There's a picture of us together somewhere. That's true. Yeah, it's probably with on one... Facebook. I'm gonna find it. With one of them, I'll, it's like I'll post it when I post this podcast. Great. One of them is like next to me, but for some reason he didn't stand close. He just was like <laughs> three people away from me, and I was like, okay, let's pretend like you're not in this photo. You're not right next to me. That was weird Dude. that he did that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Next question. Uh. Also from Rose. The next two are from Rose. Uh. What part of sending a letter takes you the longest? I don't know if you guys could... Do you guys send letters? Sometimes. Um, I mean, yeah, I haven't done it recently. The part of <laughs> I've sending letters takes the longest for you, Emma, because you sent letters recently. Yeah. Um, I think just having the time to actually sit and write, like, a decent letter. Um, also, because my hand starts to cramp after a while, because mm. since we have to use computers for everything, I'm just not used to writing that much anymore. Um because I want to send like a substantial because it takes a long time for the letter to get there so it's not like a text where you're like okay this is what's going on bye like you want to write a lot of stuff so then my hand always cramps yeah and then I have to like carve out a good chunk of time because if I start it and then try to go back to it like 
I'm not in the same, like, I don't remember what I was going to say or like, I don't know. So that's probably the hardest for me. That makes sense. I would say if I was writing a letter, the hardest would just be, again, like what you said, like sitting down and taking the time to actually write the letter and not keep putting it off being like, oh, I'll get to that. Yeah, I agree. Eventually. And then it's been like three months and you're like, well, there's no use for me to send yeah. this thing. Back. Yeah. Um, okay. The next one also from Rose is how do you feel about e-cards? I like e-cards. Yeah, they can be fun. Yeah, They can have cool think... music. They also can still be as personal as a normal card because you can still like type whatever you want in the e-card too. Yeah. So I like I like e-cards. I get e-cards from my mom, my mom's friend who's like I'm pretty close to our family, so I get e-cards from her on my birthday. Oh, that's nice. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. You know, it's just like something, oh, something, something small. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. What about you, Emily? I think they're cool. I send them at work sometimes because we have this like thing, like that you can send a bunch of different e-cards through like the company website, uh huh, like to someone else that works there, and some of them are really weird. So sometimes I'll send them to people, like for birthdays and things. I got one for my birthday today. I was going to say, did you? It was fun. It had a cat on it. So, you know, I liked that. I had a good time. A cow? A cat. A cat. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the next one from Rose is, do you RSVP to Facebook events? Yes. Um, Yeah, but I also lie. And that yeah. well, my RSVP yeah, really uh, it means zero things. Well, I I usually don't say like I don't say that I'm going unless I'm going, but I'll very often say that I'm interested. Yeah, and then not go because I just want to like I I'm like oh yeah that month that event a month from now seems interesting, so I say I'm interested, but then I don't go. Yeah, I agree. And if there's no interested option, I just will ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess yes and no. But I do say that I'm going if it's like an event that a friend made and it's like they're having people over or something. But yeah. not if it's like some random like huge thing. That is Agreed. True. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. And then this is our last of just the Twitter questions. We have many, many more. Um, Yay. Quinny Boy wants to know. Quinny Boy. Do you guys watch The Bachelor? And if so, who is your fave? I don't. I, I can't um, answer this. I do not watch The Bachelor, but everyone at work was talking about it. Um, apparently, there was a girl who pretended she was Australian, oh, but I she's saw not that. Australian. I saw that. Yeah, she that's seems, all I know. That was like a Twitter moment. For I'm just like... gonna say that she's my favorite. I have no basis to say that. I'm wondering how long she's gonna keep that up. I think she just did it for the beginning part, and then she stopped. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, um, it's funny because my, one of the girls at work was, like, talked to me and was like, oh, we should do, like, a bachelor bracket, and I was like, oh, yeah, that seems cool, and then I forgot to do it, and then the first episode was yesterday. (laughs) So. Wait, but how do you do a bracket if you don't know, if you haven't seen the people yet? Well, they have the people. Oh, you can, like, look at them online? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. 
I see. And they they get rid of like what twelve people, the first day. Also, yeah. they well, get like. I I watched The Bachelorette once, but I I got into like five episodes before I I got bored. I didn't get bored. I just got lazy. I don't think. I mean, I just I watch too much reality TV as it is. I know I get really into it, and right now I'm already invested in RuPaul's, and I got Kiana to watch this show called X on the Beach with me, so that's taking up a lot of my emotional energy, so I don't think I can start The Bachelor this season. But maybe another time. I also, they never pick out Bachelors, and I'm like, I would watch him exactly. like, try to find love. Not I'm true. just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's always just such a bland, like, white guy. Like, it's never sometimes they're okay but it's not like oh my god yeah but some people are very into it and i respect it because i love reality tv not no shade just uh, i haven't watched any yet so okay um let's go to our instagram question um this is from kyle again yay kyle he said what do you look for in a shoe a shoe Ah, yes. There needs to be a mixture of comfort, but also style. I'd agree. Yeah, I would say that. Can't be too much of one or the other. Yeah. But, like, your style, not just, like, style. Right, right, absolutely. Like, I just bought a, my mom just bought me two new boots, little booties for Christmas. I'm into booties. And they're the same boot. But they're just different colors. But they're definitely mm-hmm. my style. And now I'm becoming more and more like a young adult. And I don't wear, like, bands every time I go out. So that's Yay. fun. I actually just got a new pair of, like, waterproof, wintry type boots that I can wear. So I can start walking to work again if, it, if it's going to be, like, snowy or icy, which is good. Yeah. Um, because then I keep... Yeah. I keep work shoes underneath my desk. Are those the boots you have to go venture out yeah. and get today? UPS tried to deliver them at 1 p.m. on a Monday. Oh. And how dare I not be home? So instead of trying again at a normal time when, like, anybody would be home, um, they took it to this random place and told me I had to pick it up there. And the random place turned out to be um, – this weird hallway in a basement of Mass College of Art and Design's, like, dining hall slash bookstore. Oh, what? That's so weird. Um, yeah, and it was just, it was very confusing. Because I went to the address, and I thought it was going to be an art supply store. Because that's what they made it sound like. And there was an art supply place in the building. But mm-hmm. that's not where this was. Right. It was very confusing. She has to go back. I have to go back because Kiana sent me a gift and they took that there too because they tried to deliver the gift at 4 p.m. on a Wednesday, mm. which is slightly better than 1 p.m. on a Monday, but I'm still not home at that time. Oh, gosh. I sent you something also, but it's supposed to get there on Thursday, so I hope you don't have to go back another time. Well, let's hope it's not UPS. <laughs> this has never happened before and it's happened twice this week. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Amazon emailed me immediately. It was like... UPS couldn't mail your thing, so either contact UPS or, like, we're going to put it somewhere else. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh. This is not really my thing, but go off, I guess. Yeah, I was confused. I texted Emily. Oh, wow. But I did not know that. I haven't gotten an email, though, so. 
Should be good, hopefully. Um, yeah, I would say comfort and style. Um, and then his next question is, what is your opinion on anime? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't really have an opinion. I have so many opinions. Okay, you, before, you share your opinion. I'll go before Kiana because I have a lot less. Um, <laughs> I like it. I haven't watched a lot, minus Naruto, um, some Bleach, and some... Fuck, what is it called? Full Metal Alchemist. You also watch Fruit Baskets, don't deny. Oh, you're right, Fruit Baskets. <laughs> or you also watch Orin High School Host Club that oh one Oh my god, you're time. totally right. <laughs> okay, I've watched a fair amount, more than I have thought then. I like it a lot. I just really, like, I don't know what's good and i also haven't had the motivation to like branch out but i'm definitely open to it all right um my opinion on um anime is well high school me high schooler me would have been like anime's the best even though i i read manga more than i like watch anime well watched anime and read manga because i don't really do that anymore um but no i was really into it weren't you in a club you were like an I was officer secretary. of the club. I was secretary of the anime club. Oh, I remember okay. that. I remember that. But I was heavily involved in the anime club That's for a good, four years like, I was in high two school. Two truths and a lie about Kiana. But that would be a uh, truth. That is a truth. My, my bedroom at my parents' house has a bookshelf full of manga full. from like different, like full, like full from the, the t- Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, yeah, but. I would say I like anime and um but I'm also like now that I've like chilled out a little bit more as <laughs> a human being I'm like more of a casual fan. <laughs> I don't watch it as much as I used to anymore um because I just well I don't have time slash I never was really into watching it in the beginning like even when I was in high school and I also just watch so many shows that I'm like anime's like on the back of my mind because I'm watching other things and not keeping up to date. But I watched this show on Netflix called Violet Evergarden. So, Kyle, if you listen to this and you get to this part, you should listen to Violet Evergarden. You should watch Violet Evergarden because it's good. And it's only 13 episodes, so. Oh. There. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. Um, great. His next question, I did some research on because I don't think you guys will know the answer. But he asked, how do they make cheese puffs? Huh? Oh. <laughs> like, what kind of, like, 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 I was assuming, like, Cheetos and stuff, right? Oh, okay. Um, I don't know how. I don't even know puffs. if I want to know. It's but not bad. It's not me. bad. It's not bad. So, like, it originated from, like, corn, like, animal food. So they would, like, make corn feed, um, and then someone wanted to, like, manu- manufacture, like, the animal feed and see if they could manufacture that for humans. So they, like, produce something called a corn curl. So basically what it is is that, like, cornmeal plus, like, you mix cornmeal and water and sometimes oil. And then you, like, go through a process that, like, you can shape it into whatever you want. So basically the only part of, like, a cheese curl that's actually cheese is a topping. Is the, the dust. Yeah. yeah. So whatever. Yeah. Mm. So they just take like the cornmeal thing, and like if it's a hot Cheeto, they do it in the hot dust or like whatever, and that's how it's it, made. It just tastes like fat and carbs and cheese. 
So that's why it tastes I so good. I kind of think it tastes like air. Like you bite it and you're like, I didn't really taste anything, but it's cheesy and now it's in my mouth. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Except like, I think the bigger puffs are like more airy and the smaller ones are more concentrated because there's more dust on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. that answers that question, Kyle. Um, I like right. Kyle's questions. I do too. And he was a very willing participant. So thanks, buddy. Thank you, Kyle. Um, Maddie asked our next questions. <gasps> and the first one is, how do you make friends post-college? And I don't have that yet. So I'll turn that over to you guys. It's hard. It is hard. Um, but, well, I feel like because Emily actually hangs out with her work friends outside of work mm-hmm. and I have like they've actually gone out together and done things outside of work and like I've been to happy hours with my co-workers but I haven't actually like we actually haven't like met up like without work being involved you know what I mean like we haven't like oh let's hang out on this like Saturday to grab brunch or this Sunday to grab brunch We've just been like, oh, I really want a drink. We should go to happy hour after work. So, yeah. No, it's definitely we're not really it's like definitely friends. Hard you know? and weird. Um, and I'm like definitely really lucky that I um, work with a lot of other people that are my age and have the same work schedule as me and stuff. And so we become friends and that's like really great and also just like something that is me being lucky that that's the case. Um, But I think other than that, like you just have to be a lot more kind of like willing and on top of it to like make those connections because it's definitely not as easy as it is in college, um, which can be like kind of discouraging sometimes. I feel like. Um, I also think that you shouldn't force it. Like don't like just, be chill about it. Like, if you guys are going to become friends, you'll eventually become friends naturally. You don't have to be like, I have to tell them. Because in college, your first, the first week, we just was like, oh, let me just spill out all my secrets <laughs> and deep, dark fears. No. But, like, you don't do that. <laughs> no, but I'm just, I'm, I'm saying, like, for me, I think that it can be, like, it can feel weird to, you know, make plans with somebody that I don't know very well or whatever, like someone from work. But yeah, yeah. I think, like, part of it is just, like, getting past that and just, like, making plans and seeing how that goes. Um, and then also there's, like, other ways to um, – I mean, like, I haven't done that much with this, but there's, like, a William & Mary Alumni Association in most cities. Like, there's one in Boston. Um, and I've been to, like, one event through it, and that was fun. I met some people. Um I just joined, actually, here's a fun friends after college activity. I just joined a book club, um, courtesy of Lizzie Flood. She told me about it. So shout out to Lizzie again. Um, And so that's cool because it's just a lot of other people that are like recent college graduates and like, like to read. So that's kind of cool. Um, So it's just like things like that, that seem kind of, like strange and out of my comfort zone but I think I've just decided like yeah might as well like I don't know that many people in Boston um so just like doing stuff like that I think is important for making post-college friends yeah but it like is if hard. you're doing if you're doing things that you love to do 
you're gonna eventually find people who also love to do it and you guys are gonna become friends yeah. it's so yeah yeah well um i wish i could speak more to that but um next year ask me again maddie and i'll let you know join a book club yeah i don't know because like it depends where i'm living next year also so we'll see um and then her next question was which i can ask actually answer is how to keep up with college friendships post-college start a podcast start a podcast with your two best friends True. So that they can never not talk to you. Oh. Oh, uh. Hee hee. Yes. I think. I say. Oh, sorry, you go. oh do you want to go? No, no, you go. Because you, have, you didn't say anything about the other one. You um, go first. For me, it's like high school. After high school, I did such a bad job of keeping in touch. Like, not that I had so many friends in high school where it was like necessary for me to keep in touch with a lot of people. But, like, there was still, like, a good amount that I did like and, like, want to spend time with. And I just did really trash at keeping in touch. So, like, I've made it a like, important goal to, like, do better <laughs> after college. And I think that's, like, something that's important with that is recognizing that, like, when people enter the working world, like, they have a busy schedule and they're not going to be able to be as, like, free with their time as they were in college. But that doesn't mean they, like, dislike you any less or, like, don't want to talk to you like don't have time for you like that just means that you need to like be flexible with them and like communicate in ways that work for them so just kind of getting used to that and implementing it as best you can even if it can be frustrating um and also like I don't even have time and like my friends are working and they don't have time so like you just have to like consciously make communication decisions that are like healthy for you and for the other person and like you don't have to be texting every day for to have good communication to keep in touch. Like making sure you like make peace with that, and then like how you move forward from that is important. I think. I agree. I think that was nicely said. Yeah, we also our group does a good job, even though like not everyone is capable of doing this. That we try to plan like visits for to each other to make sure that like we are still keeping in touch enough where we're like, oh you should come to DC or, Oh, you should come to Boston. Like we're meeting up in Philly on the 24th to hang out. Yeah. And that's just like a thing that we planned around. We planned it around homecoming in October being like, we want to see each other around this time because we want to continue like our Shout friendship. Out to so. Reesh for offering his home. Like Reesh is listening to Thank this you, podcast. Thank you, Reesh. Yeah, Reesh is not listening to this podcast, but we, love you anyway. we can still give him a shout out. Um, yeah, I-, I would agree. Because like, just like with a long distance relationship, having like that in-person time with your long distance friendships or even just like friends you don't see every day or you're not like five feet away from is super like important and gives you good milestones to look forward to. Yes, that is true. Cool. Anything else on that one? Emily? I think those things were all well said. Oh, for you gave me a heart attack because you didn't say anything. And I was like, oh my God, I'm she still cut here. off again. Um, I almost cried. <laughs> <laughs> it just broke out in tears. Oh no. Podcast. 
All right. Our last Instagram question is from Jack, and he wants to know, what is adulthood? Whew, Jack, Jack, don't we all want to know here's, what adulthood Here's is? my theory. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Yeah. Everybody is just winging it. And once I really... you realize that, you feel so much better. Yes. I also really feel like, I know not everyone has kids, but I feel like once you have kids, you become like, oh, God. Like, when you become a parent, that's when you're like, okay, I guess I'm officially adult because I have to take care of the smaller person. But see, person. you think but that I... because you don't have kids, but I feel like when I wasn't, true. like, when I was, like, in high school, I thought that in college I would feel like an adult, which is, like, hilarious. And then, like, when yeah. I was in college, I thought that when I was out of college, I would feel like an adult. So, like, it's just I everyone's winging it. I won't okay. feel like an adult until I'm literally lying on my deathbed being like, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Come and take me now, God. Uh-huh. I guess I'm an adult because I'm dead. Uh-huh. So that's what I, how I feel what? about it. Yeah. That's people, fair, like, like <laughs> They define adulthood as, like, you know, like, these really superficial, like, having a salary and, like, having a job and like getting married or whatever yeah like having a kid also right which is like not to say that those aren't important milestones which like propel you towards like being older but like in my opinion I think that like adulthood could be described as like having more responsibilities for yourself so maybe that could be interpreted as like a job is another responsibility you take on or like whatever and like managing those responsibilities in like a healthy way because I like oftentimes don't know what I'm doing but there are like bursts of times when I'm like being very productive and like managing everything that I need to manage and I'm like I think this is what I'm supposed to be feeling and then that to me is like you know what adulthood could possibly be I also feel like like again what Emily said most adults don't feel that feeling of accomplishment all the time like we think they do they're just like oh like say like I keep using children because I don't know I feel like children mean something I guess but I feel like every time like my parents would be like oh Kiana did good on this test or like Davin hit a home run at this baseball game they were like wow I feel like I did my duty as a parent slash as an adult to get my kids to where they are so I feel like they're just like small little accomplishments throughout your life that you're like oh I guess I am an adult, and I guess that I can take care of myself without anyone else's help. And, and like, I do have the emotional capabilities to be a human being. No work. And that's work. Agreed. Um, okay. Let's move on to all... I thought that was going to be it, but Kiana has so many text questions that we will get... Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, we only have like 12. That's like a good amount. And then you were like, here's 20 more. And I was like, oh. All right, rapid fire. We're going to do it. Um, I don't think we can rapid fire all of these, but we're trying to do some of them. Um, The first one, or the next few come from Olivia. And she wants to know, what clothing item do you own way too many of? Hmm. Um, I want to say button-down shirts. I own a lot of button-down shirts. And that that doesn't mean like flannels. I just mean incorporating like all button downs. I'm a button down kind of girl. I would say. And sweaters. I would say. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. 
t-shirts for sure i don't need all of them i can't even wear them now because i have a job and a life i need to marie condo clean up my life shit yeah we're gonna get to it but as of right now too many t-shirts i was gonna say the same thing about t-shirts because um i was thinking like i feel like i've done a good job of cleaning out my clothes over the last year because i moved from williamsburg um to Massachusetts and then I moved from my parents house to an apartment um and so that was like two cycles of moving I got rid of a lot of stuff which is great um but I definitely still have a lot of t-shirts because I think they're like hard to throw away because they have nostalgic like meaning to them exactly. kind of usually or you're like I need like this one because it's comfortable and this one's also comfortable. yeah and right like, I don't mm-hmm. need that many but like I don't wear that many I'm like because yeah. like when am I wearing them to bed and to work out and that's it and I have, like, 50. And I'm like, why? I don't have 50. That's not true. I can um, just invest in some workout, like, tops. Yeah. Like, well, two, like, also. Nice workout tops. And true. then I'd be, I'd be lit. Because then I'd be fine. For t-shirts, I would recommend um, finding. So there's websites where you can get, like, a t-shirt blanket made. Or, like, you could also do it yourself if you, like, know how to sew. Um, but I don't. So, I like I found a website where they were having a really big sale and I got like a t-shirt blanket that I have now which is really nice um so I kind of like upcycled a bunch of my shirts that I like didn't really wear but I didn't want to throw away because they like had meaning to them um so that was a good way to use some of them but I still have a lot so for sure yeah um okay (laughs) we're gonna move on also from Olivia she wants to know what's a book that you think everyone should read once or like I read at some point in their life? Hmm. 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 Oh God. Sorry. My bed just fell off. Oh, Uh, okay. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to think of a book that I've read that I was like, Oh my God, I need to tell people about this book because I don't I read a lot a lot of books that I'm like yeah I see I have a lot of books that I really like but then I don't know if it's the same thing to say like I really enjoyed this book versus I think everyone needs to read this book like I have a lot of books I'm thinking of that I'm like I really liked this book I would recommend this book to a friend who liked the same things that I like but I'm not gonna stand and say like everyone should read like Sylvia Plath's The Bell Jar. Yeah. Because um, yeah. that's probably not true. <laughs> um, but it's a good book. I'm like inclined to answer like an elementary school answer. Oh, that's and be, good. And be like, everyone should read The Phantom Toll Booth because while oh, yeah. a little bit outdated in many ways, <laughs> um, it's like a very, like, especially for young kids and young learners, like, you lose so much creativity and like imagination as you grow up and like uh, that's just a good way of reminding yourself that like you you, you're allowed to think like imaginative things no matter how old you get um and you don't have to lose that so anyways I would say something like that or like you know like Winnie the Pooh or like Frog and Toad or something like that like I feel like those are all valuable like kid stories yeah I agree yeah, I've been reading a lot of like young adult fiction. Me the heck so that's too. why I'm like, that's why I'm like, I don't know if there's a young adult 
fiction book that I would be like, everyone needs to read this. Well, I think people need to read more. I think people need to also just like read more young adult fiction, I feel like. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a stereotype that you're like, after a certain age, you're like, you only can read, oh, I'm reading like fancy nonfiction books or like biographies after a certain age. But I don't know. I like reading young adult fiction because it doesn't cause me stress. Exactly. Like, okay. I want to read I something mean, that I, I feel like not... I feel like everyone should just, like, read whatever they want. Like, it's good yeah. to just read. <laughs> Reading is good. I would also say for, like, something they should read, like, depending on what your vibe is, like, some sort of poetry. Like, there's poetry out there for everyone. And I feel like I read a ton of poetry when I was little. Mm-hmm. and like that was something that was really formative for me and then now I'm getting into some poetry as an adult which is like weird because you know I've like written so much like academic writing where you like read poetry which is like so much like thought and time and craft but isn't as dense sometimes and you're like that was so easy to write but it's like not there's so much like emotion and power behind it it takes a lot to put together and it can still be just as powerful. Anyways, I feel like it's good to revisit. So I would say that as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's scoot on. Let's keep going. Um, the next many are from Emily. And Emily Fernandez. Fernandez. And Emily wants to know, what do you think the best thing a young adult should do to survive? Or can do to survive? Mm. Hmm. You know, people send me these questions, but I guess I didn't read them when they sent me them. I guess you didn't? (laughs) Um, I'm going to say budget. Budget, 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 budget. I was was guessing she was talking about adult life, because you know what? Money is... Money, everybody needs it. No one has it. No one has it. Especially when you're a young adult. Yeah, so I would say... I'm still learning how to do that, and I am not good at it yet, but I am trying my darndest, and I think that will help me in the long run. I also think another good thing, because, like, since we're all slowly starting to get into the working world, I think another good way to for survival is just knowing what you're getting yourself into, like, career-wise. Like, when you go to the job the first day, know what you're, like, objectives for that job is benefits that you eventually get health insurance because apparently insurance is a thing we need to now think about and making sure that you have good insurance just any benefits that your job has or one starting a 401k whatever that is knowing what taxes are investment so emily what do you think oh no emily has she been gone this whole entire time? Oh no. Well, it says he's still here. Am I just like peeing or something? I thought she was moving earlier, so maybe she. I think she said. Oh no. Alright, we're gonna. No! It's okay. <laughs> Segment three. Last time, we're almost done. So we'll start up the next one. Okay. okay. Hi. Round Hi. Three. That was not my fault. Okay, then what was it? Whose fault was Whose it? Whose fault was it then? I don't know. I was having a delightfully profound conversation about adulthood. 
But no one heard me, so now it's too late. <laughs> no one gets to hear my wisdom. Okay. All right. We'll move on then. <laughs> um, she asked about thoughts on like the DC group think, which I'm not quite sure what she means by that. Is yeah. it like I don't know what she? <laughs> what is it that they? Maybe she's talking about this idea that after college you have to move up to DC. Especially when you marry, people seem to be like, well, "I have to move up to DC, be in that big city environment, live that like life of DC, be next to the capital and our politics, the world." Oh my God, this is amazing. Is that what she? I don't know what she means by I, that. But... I don't know if that's what she means. I live in <laughs> Boston. It's I was cool here. Everyone should, either. whatever DC group think is, everyone should leave it and come to Boston. There's no but DC I... group think here. Hold on. If she means politics, then I'm like very not qualified to speak to that. Um, if she means just lifestyle, I don't know why it happens. DC's so expensive and it's nice, but it's also like there are lots of other cities that I would rather be than DC in my life. So, uh, okay, so groupthink occurs when a group of well-intentioned people make irrational or non-optimal decisions that are spurred by the urge to conform. So, mm-hmm. so I think that's what I was saying yeah, yeah. with, like, people just come up here and do yeah. the same thing over again. Then back to what I said, where there are many other places I would like to live. So let's all just move to yeah. Boston. True. That is true. The reason why... I first didn't want to move to D.C. is because I was fearful of just getting into that just, like, not really funk, but that mindless just, like, living in D.C. Because I feel like a lot of people are, like, the dream is to live in D.C. Yeah. As first, I, not, like, a lot of people, but people in William Mary seem people. to be, like, oh my gosh, we have to live in D.C. And D.C. is not all that great, so... I mean, it's okay. I like it, yeah. but it's not like it's not the metro is not as good as the, the tea. No, it's not the best thing since sliced bread. You know, agreed. Or pe- peanut butter on bagels, which I just discovered this what? week. Yeah, Kiana texted anyway. me. I was like, peanut butter on bagels is so good, and I was like, yeah, we've been there. Kiana, <laughs> it's peanut <laughs> butter and bread. What do you mean? <laughs> it's not an innovation. I just really my coworker left out a huge jar of peanut butter and I was like, Oh man, there's no no more cream cheese and I have this bagel. What am I gonna eat? And then I was like, Oh, guess I'll just use this peanut butter and then I oh took a bite God. and I was like, What is this magic that I just put in my mouth? I don't understand. It's so good. And then I texted and then I also texted Emma and was like, Peanut butter, bagels? And she was like, Yes and I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make sense. Um, anyway. Anyway. Um, Alright. She also wants to know, Emily wants to know, is there a place for memes in the office? And I oh, can't yeah. Answer that. So, y'all go. My, my um, co-workers think... had a meme contest. It was all oh. analyst-related memes. I also think I think, yes, memes can be in the workplace, but they, it depends on who uses them. 
Because if it's your annoying coworker who just uses memes constantly, memes are not for the workplace, and you never want them to send you a meme ever again. That's fair. But true. If it's like a coworker who doesn't really use memes, and it's like, oh, he doesn't seem like the type of person who would use memes, and you're like, that's funny. That was a funny thing that he sent with this meme. That's fine. I just think it depends who it is. That's fair. I like workplace memes. They lighten the mood. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like if I were in, like, an office, like, a a meme every once in a while, like, you know when a professor uses a meme, not extensively, like, all of a sudden, like, in an email, there's a meme, and you're like, oh, haha. And then, yeah, it just lightens the mood a little bit. I mean, the amount of effort I put into finding memes for all of my APO slides and emails, I want to, like, be able to use that skill in my current life. <laughs> and so I think that memes in the office are a great way to do that. But no, no one like like laughed at those memes. I so laughed at them, like, and that's I all that matters. The, I could have the like literal funniest meme, voted funniest meme on the planet, on an APO side, <laughs> and all fifty of those people would sit at me and look at me. Fifty, whatever. Twenty, actually, <laughs> more like twenty. Yeah. Okay, it was more than it was probably fifty people at some meetings. <laughs> okay. I was right the first time. Yeah. All, all whoever was there would look at me with stone cold eyes like Medusa had frozen them. <laughs> a this is such a long finger. analogy. <laughs> but, but yes, look, you're right. That's why, that's why I started to shit post on my slides. I was like, nobody's watching and nobody cares. So The only meme that I actually had people chuckle was the one... With the guy finger gutting, and it was like, "That's where you're wrong, kiddos." That's the only one, because and I also had to finger gun in real life for people to be like, "Haha, that was funny." And I'm like, "What's wrong with you people?" They're animals. <laughs> um, but yeah. okay, moving on. Uh, Emily wants to know again. <laughs> uh, do you guys buy into spirit animals, and how accurate are they? Mm. I always like to say my spirit animal is a panda, but I'm not sure if that's correct. I just say that because I really like pandas as an animal. Isn't it problematic to say, sorry to cut you off, isn't it problematic to say spirit animals in the first place? Because, like, like some Native Americans use like, that, like, and yeah, actually hold that sacred. Yeah. yeah. So I've been, like, not saying it for, like, a few years now. Because yeah, I feel that. I didn't realize the impact that had, because we use it so casually. Yeah. And we also literally just equate it to an animal that we like. We're like, oh, I'm sleepy. Haha. Ha. Yeah, blah. like, again, like, I don't think like what I just truth. said. Like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yeah, but I, I don't think... I don't think we buy into spirit animals. That is our... Yeah, I don't really... Emily, Get Emily us on astrology, me. though, man. Oh, God. Whew. If anyone knows anything <laughs> about astrology, please tell me, because I'm looking to get into it. I just, like, want to understand. I don't get it, but I, like... Yeah. So, any astrology heads out there... I just want to understand why people hate Scorpios. That's the only thing I want to know, because there's a lot of people out on Twitter that just hate Scorpios. And because... My friends, we tweet things about 
astrology and it's just like Scorpios deserve nothing. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. What are we? (laughs) Why are we so mad at people that were born in that like two month period? Like, can we all calm down? So please, if anyone knows about that, just explain. Someone just someone just tell us why everyone hates Scorpios. That's all I want to know. I don't get it. I am a Scorpio and I get personally offended for some reason when they're like, wow, I hate Scorpios. I'm like, what did I ever do to you? So anyway. I also feel like I've never ever matched up with like a tourist description ever in my life. Never. Except really being like a little stubborn. But then everyone's like, like every time I see something, it's like tourist loves romance and just wants to be held. And I'm like, ew, no I don't. For Scorpios, they're like, wow, Scorpios are seductive and, like, possessive. And I'm like, I don't see it. (laughs) But maybe that's why people hate Scorpios. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Apparently, we're the most sexual (laughs) sign. And I'm like, I don't get it. Please explain what this means. I don't get it either, dude. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Oh, my God. Next question. Rapid fire. Oh my god, we still have so many. Um, is Dancing with the Stars past its prime? I never watched it. I've never probably, seen it. Yes. Probably yes. never will. I'm going to say yes. 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 Next question. Because there's no more stars. This sorry. is not rapid fire. I just wanted to give us- I'm sorry. There's no more stars that we actually care about on Dancing with the Stars. Go. No, true. Um, okay. <laughs> Next two are from Sarah Belton. What is your favorite thing to do with family or about them? Um, go. Um. My favorite thing to do with my family is go to movie theaters and watch movies because that's what we do as a family. Okay. Emily. Um, um, my family goes to a lot of breweries. You oh, guys know nice. this. It's an act- that's that an activity fam- we do. Tim hates it because he's 18, you- but we, we all like it besides Tim. <laughs> um, I like when my family cooks together. I think that's fun. Next um, question. Next question, from also from Sarah Belton. Do you have any new goals? This could be less rapid fire for these ones. That's the fair. Ones that, the ones that Mr. <laughs> Wilkerson asked, we can probably go through pretty quickly. You don't also have to do the ones that my dad. I'm did. doing he all the ones. Us. I'm doing all the ones, but the like long. He was ones. just trolling. <laughs> he was oh, no. just trolling us. I researched um, for your um, dad, and we're gonna answer his question. But after we answer, right. do you have any well, new goals? I have new goals. Um, I like to okay. reflect. I think. I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think like sometimes New Year's resolutions can be like not the best thing if you like put too much stock into them um, because it's really yeah. hard to keep them if you're like doing something super rigid. But I think the end of the year is still a good time to to some extent like reflect on what you have done the last year and like what maybe you want to do. Um, so I think for me, that's something. So I don't know. I've been thinking about things like I want to read more. Um, yeah. There were definitely others. I don't know. <laughs> I wrote them down. For a second, I thought you weren't going to tell us any goals. You were just going to be like, yeah, New Year's resolutions are kind of bad. There were other ones. And, you know, none of them were like super extreme or like rigid or had like guidelines to them. It was just things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I did write them down. So maybe at the end of the year I can look at them again and see if I did them. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. I just have, like, an overarching goal is by the end of 2019, 
being still being content. Well, I'm like neutral about my life right now, but like being more content about my life and the way it's going and the mm-hmm. direction. Like my relationships with my fa- friends, ugh, friends, and relationship with my family members, like work, making sure that I'm actually doing something that I like, rather what I'm doing now. You know, those are the things that I, those are the goals that I have. That's fair. Um, me and my therapist Sharon came up with goals for next, um, whatever I guess next year, but. And my goal for this is to work on my body image a lot and like my self-confidence because I have none. (laughs) I have no self-esteem. And I'm trying to be better with that. And I'm following some really good pages on Instagram that I think you guys should follow, especially if you're like a body conscious person in in any way. Um, There's one called Body Positive Memes, which is really funny. Oh, I've seen that. And there's also one called Dr. Colleen Reichman, and she used to work at William & Mary, but she's opening her own, or, like, around William & Mary, and she's opening her own private practice now, and she's, like, licensed, mm-hmm. and she works with, like, body image and, like, eating disorders, and anyways, very positive vibes from all around. I'm just, like, I'm sick and tired of hating my body and how I look, so we're working on it. Small steps. Snaps. Yeah, all the snaps. Um, and trying not to, like, get too wrapped up in diet culture, but also, like, taking care of myself, so... We're we're trying to do the thing. I, would say I love that's that. Cool. Um. All right. Let's move on. These are Mr. Wilkerson's questions. Um. <laughs> oh, the first one is: Can Hulk beat Superman in a boxing match? Uh. No. Yes. I say Superman no because can fly. Yeah, Superman can fly. Um. I was gonna say no because the Hulk literally has no control of his like body. Like he wouldn't adhere to the rules of a boxing match. Right? Um, like, just pummeling so... someone doesn't mean you win. Like, you have to follow the okay. rules. I guess that makes sense, but also it depends what Hulk variation you're talking about. Because Hulk, like, I feel like now the more modern you get, the more, like, Hulk is an actual, like, has a brain and knows, like, things. But, yeah, I on pure strength, the Hulk can, I feel like the Hulk can beat Superman. Probably. Anyone, any listeners who want to combat me on that, let's just slide into my DMs and we'll we'll do this. We'll talk about it. Yeah. But, yeah. I just think the fact, well, but also Superman has the strength of sons. Yeah, I was like feeling him. So. Superman has a lot of but assets Hulk, there. But Hulk also has like the more I, the more he loses, the angrier he gets, which means the stronger he gets. But also, the more distracted so. he gets, and he still has to adhere to the boxing rules. That is true. I'm, is I'm true. like thinking like standard boxing ring, like put the gloves on. You got a ref in the circle. Like the bo- the Hulk can't just get angry yeah. and like flail about. Like he has to like be chill enough to like go do it that's, that's my argument that's but i'm pure sp- strength probably the hulk would be superman that's a good question mr wilkerson thanks mr wilkerson <laughs> the next one thanks, is how do you get spaghetti stains out of clothes and i looked it up so um so here's your answer cold water so, soak in cold water then you rub some laundry detergent that's how you get on the blood spot. out you rub some laundry oh. detergent on the spot and, and you let it sit <laughs> And then you rinse it, and then you you sponge it with white vinegar, 
and then you rinse it again and put some stain remover on it and then toss that baby in the washing machine. Dad probably doesn't care about this. Mom will just clean his spaghetti stain clothes. Mr. Wilkerson, you can clean your clothes too. Um, Now you know how. Now you know how. (laughs) Okay, and then the last one is, should I wear white after Labor Day? Do whatever you Um, want. I I agree. You've done it before. Yeah. All right. Our last <laughs> our last question. Last one. Finally. Um how do you feel? Oh, this is from Tatiana, by the way. Hi Tatiana, if you're listening. Um she wants to know how do you feel when your friends support problematic artists? And she was referring to um R. Kelly and other sexual assaultists slash pedophile people i feel not great i haven't had like a close friend though who's yeah i mean like i've had acquaintances right i'm just kind of like internally like you're done like i know how what your position is and i'm not gonna like call you on it because i don't know you like that but if i were to ever like if we talked about it even if an acquaintance like chatted with me about it at like a party then i'd be like no and i'd call them out but I'm not going to, like, actively go out of my way to, like, argue with someone. That yeah, I think really if it bad. was, like, a close friend, it would be different. But I'm trying to right. think of a situation I that I've one, been yeah. in with that. And I don't think I have, which is fortunate. If it was a close friend, I would, like, go off, probably, in a respectful way. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it's one of those things where um, if I do see it. I don't know, because there are people who are right now is like, oh, if I see it on my timeline, I'm, like, blocking you. But I haven't had a, I haven't had a follower, like, a direct follower for me. Neither or any, me either. In, or, like, any person that they follow has been, has been like, wow, R. Kelly is being victimized because there's, there's people out there that's like that. I haven't had anything like that on my timeline when I feel the need that I need to be like oh i need to block this person because yeah they're terrible but i would but if i did have that person i don't know if i i'm gonna be like of course obviously disappointed in them and like we're no longer like i'm not gonna talk to them anymore but i don't know if i would block them just because i don't really block people slash i'm lazy so i don't take the effort to block them i just like wouldn't like their things or like just like would ignore them, but I don't know if I would actually, like, make the effort to physically block them. I'd probably, like, unfriend them. Or whatever. Yeah, I'm still too lazy for that. I wow. still follow people that I shouldn't follow. I would, because I would I was at least lazy. unfriend them, because it's, like, I'm not gonna endorse that, or, like, condone it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, well, wow. That was, like, 30 questions, for real. That was so many. But we did it all for the listeners because we love y'all all whatever many of you thanks friends thanks for, for, thanks for, the people. for listening to me and sending them yeah and um sending questions in. thanks for um putting up with our constant bothering about it because now we have a great episode with lots of answers to lots of questions yay yay all right should we, uh, adulthood we live in. Adulthood we live in. Is that it? That's our sign off. Yeah. We, yeah. Adulthood we live in. It's the name and the sign off. Yeah.
<laughs> no, I mean us just doing it all individually since we can't do it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's best. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Good Bye. night, friends. Bye night. Good night. Have a good rest of your birthday, Emily. Oh, right? thanks. Yay, she's twenty two. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.